Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. The Lord, we just thank you and we praise you, Father. Give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, God. Oh, God, we honor you. Thank you, Father God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Bless your holy name, God. You are God beside you. There is none other, God. Oh, God, we thank you for our lives, our health, and our strength. Oh, God, we thank you for the unity of your gospel, oh, God. Oh, Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, how excellent is your name in all the earth, oh, God. Oh, God, you who spread out the heavens and established the earth, and your glory is revealed in the heavens above, and your greatness is manifest through all the earth. You are God. Beside you, there is none else, oh God. Oh God, we just thank you for our gathering once and again, oh God. The mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you let us down in the storehouse of your wisdom, oh God. Oh God, we thank you for helping us, oh God. And understand our duty, oh God, to understand one another, to understand our love, oh God. Oh, thank you for the Holy Father. We just thank you, oh God. Oh God, I thank you that I still don't understand love in all of its glory. But, Lord God, I thank you that I am determined to love, oh God. You gave me that gift, oh God. I praise you for it. I refuse to have your word deceitfully. I refuse to have your gifts, oh God. Oh God, I refuse to have them, oh God, pretentiously, oh God. I refuse to be a fake. God, I just bless your holy name, God. Just move by your spirit, by your power, and by your authority, oh God. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now, oh God. What you're doing, oh God. God, I just want to take a time to time out and celebrate my sister, oh God. Oh God, I thank you, oh God, for loving her. I thank you, oh God, for giving her peace, oh God. I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for sustaining her. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, God, for letting me get to know her, oh God. I thank you, Father God. Oh God, I bless your holy name. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh God. 
word evangelist, but he said he was the work of an evangelist. Uh, uh, as I pointed out, that really covers all of the Bible ministry gifts. And also we talked about the fact that God may have blessed you with several ministry gifts, praise God, but we must stay in our own lane. Gave an example of myself, praise God. I am not an evangelist, but that does not exempt me from doing the work of an evangelist, praise God. I am not an evangelist. I have two sisters. Thank God so much for being Now, they are evangelists. They are true blue evangelists. And they both have uh, have a prophetic mantle that they walk into. Praise God. But they are let you know, I am an evangelist. Yes, I can't prophesy, but I am an evangelist, praise God. And that's none other than evangelist Latisha Murphy and evangelist uh, Mayla Mack. And I have a few other great evangelist friends, praise God, but I just call those two because we are on the prayer line every morning at 6 a.m., praise God. One of them can't for some unforeseen reason. I'm there. Me and most of the time, Mr. Barbara Horn. Praise God. Um, what else did we cover? It's FAM. It's an acronym, and FAM means prophetic, holy, activation in me. In fact, tonight we're going to dissect it a little bit, praise God. And also, I believe it was the third or the fourth, maybe session, we had Apostle Francesca stuff, and that word was so good, praise God, and um, I urge you doubly, all of the lessons are good, but I urge you doubly to uh, review the video, praise God, hallelujah, and her topic was, you know, about the uniform, not only just the prophet, but whoever you are in whatever capacity of ministry you're in, where the uniform of God gave you, praise God. One of the main focuses of Sam have been being quick to hear some of the speaking and the stuff to rap. And as we have talked, and I get to share, you know, it, it is time to speak what God 
alone in this spirit like God tells us. I can't do you, you can't do me, but we can and we do with in one mind and with one accord. Praise God, we function together. For God has called us to sit in happier places together. Praise God. And, you know, do that. I'm a firm believer. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, they came across the word to do that. Came across them. And, and women of God on different times and ways. But the message was always the same. But as God gives utterance in his own time. And as I, I said before, in that, it made me think about the story, and I believe it's in Numbers, about King Balak and Bala. And um, he was, the prophet said, he was the prophet. Praise God. And Bella wanted him to curse the people of Israel, the people of God. But God told Balaam not to go. So he kept sending them with different gifts and everything to him. And I believe, I don't have it right in front of me, he did that three times. And finally, you know, Balaam told him, say, I, I can't go. I told you I can't go. I can't do and say anything unless God tells me. But nevertheless, let me go and see what he's going to say. And he, he said that again. So the Bible says, now I'm coming from King James, praise God. From the King James, you got to get this. You got to get this. There's nothing wrong with other versions, but that is that two-letter word, if, is not there. And I believe that is so important to the believers, especially the prophets. Too many times we get half of what God said, it'll be up and gone. And this was, in effect, what Balaam did. God said, if those men come back, you go with them. But I believe, I agree, Rob, you said to even wait for them to come back. Yeah, himself. Praise God. And as we read on, see how he got in trouble. Praise God. And eventually, but then he kept playing with it. And eventually he got destroyed. Praise God. And all that's in um in the book of Numbers. And another story. God told this prophet to go and prophesy against this particular altar in a particular place. And God told him not to go back the same way he came, don't eat, don't drink, 
at home with me. He got mad to his house. Then that paper and the word, the real word of the Lord came and actually, I don't even know why, so he disobeyed. I'm not saying it just like the word said, but it was evident. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the man got up, he was, got kind of, you know, messed up, you know, how to mess up. So he going to get up and he going to go. The lion attacked him, killed him. But the lion didn't bother the donkey at all, didn't eat the man, and then that prophet. That Latin came and got his body and lying to mess with him. So we, we say we speak, but God tells us to speak. I am very adamant about that. But we have to exercise wisdom and watch what we say because everything God show us or share with us. He don't mean for us to speak it, not right then, maybe, maybe some other time. Uh, he might want you to pray and see on that person's behalf. He might want you aware and to walk in the spirit against that, that thing. Praise God. So, in all in all, as I, I pray, I pray for clarity and for balance. So it behooves us is important. It's necessary for us to get that understanding. Understand that I am not ever and I would never try to tell somebody how to do and what to do by my by my spirit. What I think, my opinion, praise God, I may share your my opinions with you, but you will know that's my opinion. I'm very adamant when I know that I know that I know that God has given me utterance to say anything. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to release it. I don't care who like me or who don't, and I'm not altogether there yet, but I'm much better than I was, and like like the Bible say, iron sharpens iron. Sometimes people just encouraging me, just checking on me, you know, all these lovely things, it, it helps me, and yeah, telling me the truth when I'm wrong, telling me the truth, it encourages me. It makes me stronger in the Lord. Amen. So tonight, and I thank God for the accident, praise God. So the first thing we're going to talk about is prophetic acts 
perfection. Praise God. We're going to um, break it down. Uh, prophetic activation in prophetic activation in. Uh, we know that prophecy can be unholy, but we're talking about holy activation. Praise God. Holy activation according to the word of God, according to the will of God. Amen. Prophetic. Prophetic is of and relating to or is the characteristic of a prophet or prophecy. This includes teaching, preaching, writing, and or any way that communicates. To be prophetic is to foretell events, to be predictive as in predicting an outcome, and we can predict these outcomes by teaching, preaching, writing, or in a way we communicate. We can, every dance is not prophetic, but there are some dances that are, and me being one of my gifts God has given me, is to be a choreographer for interpreting holy things before him. I write. Everything I write isn't prophetic. But a lot, the majority of what I write is. So I I predict I have words of wisdom and words of knowledge and what I write, praise God. Activation. To make active or more active, such as make reactive, break that down, make operative or effective or effectual or more effective or effectual. Activation is to treat or to stir up so as to improve or sharpen. Activation is set up or formally instituted. Activation is to set up or formally institute. In other words, it's an organized group, such as a military unit with the necessary personal equipment. And even though, uh, I just say women of destiny, that's uh, the women ministry, of our church, but we are still soldiers, and in within the ministry, I don't know about anyone else, but I see we being given that extra training, that extra mm, 
we do thanks for our physical body as well. Praise God. But all in all, we are a military unit. We are soldiers. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. Amen. Okay, activation is to put an individual or unit on active duty. When we come together, whether it's in church or the women's destiny, or if we just, you know, like I, I back kick it with my friend, praise God, uh, Vanish Murphy, or my spiritual daughter, just kick it, but uh, most of the time, there are times we do things, and it sharpens us in the Word of God and prepares us for active duty. Sometimes we have uh, on-the-job training. We become active in our duty as saints, even, even when we're not trained. Because we walk in to be prepared to be active and do praise God. Second Timothy one through six. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things thou hast heard. Of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. For no man warreth, no man that warreth entangling himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned, except he strive lawfully. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruit. Now, we are we know in another passage of scripture, I believe it's Saint John, the fifteenth chapter, in the first verse talks about the husbandman. That husbandman is symbolic to God. This husbandman is us who are in ministry that has been or is being prepared for active duty in the service of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise God. And the last part, I love it, the husbandman that laboreth, that work, him that work, must be first partakers of the fruit. God gave me an illustration uh, I had uh, a speaking engagement at New Life. Praise God. Evangelist Keith Murphy uh, was acting past at that time. 
make up on the pay there, but that's what she was doing. Praise God. Um, and we were, it was, topic was five stars shining on the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, it was, I believe, five speakers, you know, they were the stars. And we were speaking on the fruit. We were giving uh, different part of the fruit, not fruits, but fruit. Praise God. And God gave me this illustration. And I got a piece of fruit, an orange, and I peeled it and put it in these bags, and I attached the bags all over my body. And as God showed me, you know, I was able to take off and eat of the fruit myself. But at the same time, I was open for others to come and partake of the fruit. But I had to be the first partaker of the fruit. Praise God. I can't tell you about peace, and I ain't got none. I can't tell you about joy, and I ain't got none. I can't have you to eat of the fruit of this tree. And I, you know, I, I, I have not eaten of the fruit, and I'm just a sad case, but I'm handling God's word, but I'm handling it deceitfully. Amen. Praise God. I'm still talking about activation. Now, as in the the uh, definition, it spoke of to stir up so as to improve or sharpen. Now, these three scriptures I'm going through, it backs that up, what I said. It was already there before I said any of this. But it backs up what I said. The first scripture is Second Timothy 1 and 6. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hand. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou, whoever's reading, stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Praise God. Now, I, I look at this two ways. I look at it, the fact that Jesus said me, and there was some of you saying, lay your hands on me, Jesus. So Jesus laid his hands on me quite often, praise God. And when he do, it stirs up the gift of God, which is in me, is by his hand. Then I also look at it that I have got to stir up the gift in others by the laying on of my hands. I could physically lay my hands on someone or just like I'm, I'm teaching 
hands on you. Just like if I laid my natural hands on you in faith, in faith you got to receive it. I can't make you receive it, but I'm going to do what God says do. I'm going to speak what God says speak. Amen? Amen. Second scripture, Ephesians 4.16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together. From whom the whole body. Talk about Jesus Christ. Amen. The whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working of the measure, in the measure of every part, make an increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted. We are compacted. We got all of the the word, the power, the anointing of the Holy Ghost in these little packages. We power packed. Amen. I don't care what it looks like, what it feels like. It's like I said sometimes, I don't care what it smells like. We are power packed. I don't care. And most of you know me and know the the physicalness of me, but my spiritual outweighs that. And I'm proud of that. I don't care what anyone say or how they look at me. Sometimes, you know, I be quiet and I let you talk. I let you make me feel bad or whatever. I had to learn this. I had to learn, and I'm still learning. But it does not cancel out anything God has instilled in me. I still got to come forth in the nurture and the power of the Holy Ghost in me. So in this little piece of leather, oh, yes, I'm well put together. And I can't say that about you. Praise God. The third verse of Scripture, we're still talking about activation, praise God. Simply says, Proverbs 27, 17. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Praise God to you that are listening you who I view, whether I know you or don't know you, if you are in the spirit of God, as I know you are, then you are my friend. And the whole thing about faith classes is to sharpen the countenance of my friend. I am iron. I'm power packed. Praise God. And you can point to yourself and say, I am iron. I'm power packed in the name. 
prophetic, and I didn't do holy because we know that we are set apart for God. We have to do it his way. With them is holy will, by his holy word, praise God. Clean. We got prophetic, holy activation. Okay, now we're going to speak briefly about another two-letter word, in. Now, this in, as I, I look at it now, I think about what the New Testament admonishes us, telling us to be with one mind and in one accord. The power of God that worketh in us. My pastor's wife has a song she's singing. I, I do. I love to hear singing. We, we teach sometimes. She is sometimes about how she say on the inside. Praise God. But we know what she's talking about in. I got him on the inside. Glory, hallelujah. I got God on the inside. Praise God. Okay, in used as a function word to indicate inclusion, location, or position within limit. And we know that limit is Jesus Christ. Praise God. We're in Jesus, that Jesus is in us. Praise God. In is used as a function word also to indicate mean, medium, or instrumentality. Okay, what that that is saying, you know, the means, the means is Jesus Christ. The word of God is the medium. We are the instruments, the instrumentality. That's why I focus so much on having the understanding. We can have knowledge, but we need the understanding to be effectual. Praise God. Also, in is used as a function word to indicate limitation, qualification, or circumstance. Praise God. I, I refuse the same thing next. When we talk about circumstance, you know, when we're in a position to walk in the healing, the in, let's say, in the healing of God, in the miracles of God, they call that location, and then we be in prayer, we might be prostrate, that's the position, we might be in church, that's the location, we may be at home, that's the location, we just may be anywhere, but in the spirit, that's another location, amen. In is also used as a function word to indicate purpose. Our purpose is to build the kingdom of God according to his 
larger number of a ratio. An example. Okay. Six and one. One out of six. Okay. The one is the lower number. The six is the larger number. So that one can go into the six, praise God. So that indicates the larger number, you know, in us before we can't say six in to one because one can't go into six. Praise God. We just did a, a little brief mathematics. Lesson, praise God. Okay, me as in oneself, me, myself, or you could say me, myself. You could say me, myself, praise God. So, in the context of the teaching of this lesson, me refers to you, 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 and you.
but everything in the Bible is inspired inspiration from God for us, praise God. So God is letting us know through Apostle Paul what he wrote to Timothy, letting us know as Timothy was, so are we. We we got to stir the gift up that he have given us, praise God. In the New King James Version of the Bible, the verses translate, stir up the gift of God. The gift is not something we learn. You know, either God gave you the gift or he did. You know, we can go around mimicking, and we have some good mimickers mimicking the gift that is on someone else. Now, I love to see Evangelist Murphy in operation. I really do. I wouldn't mind if I could do do it like she, but I can't. So I'm not going to even try it. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the Spirit of God using her. Praise God. The gift, like I said, is something that God gave us. Or it can be gift, because he's saying this where he gives separately as he will. Praise God. No one else can activate your gift for you. Now, we were talking about prophetic activation. Uh, in essence, more like the older people, the more seasoned people used to say, we were human faith. I can lead the horse to the water, but I can't make them drink. Okay, I break forth the BAM classes, and I share with you what God deals to me. To help sharpen you, not teach you how to be gifted. I can't give you no gift if it's not there. But as people of God, whatever gift God has given you, I am here to aid you, to sharpen you, praise God. I can't activate what I share with you. It should activate in you of zone, especially if you have a heart season for God. Praise God. You stir up your gift by developing, refining, enhancing, and using it. Now, I can't use your gift, but I can help in the development. I can help to enhance by, you know, teaching and breaking down things on your level that you can understand. And once you understand, you activate that gift yourself. Praise God. That's where education comes in. Education can't give you your gift but it can help you develop it so that it can be used to the maximum. This is what 
advanced standards of education, but I educate by the word of God. Amen. Proverbs 17 and 8 says, A gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that hath it. Whithersoever it turneth, it prospers. King James Version. In other words, a gift is like a precious stone to the one who has it. And whenever he stirs it up, it turns into prosperity. You know, as I, I don't, I'm looking any day to have an abundance of money. Praise God. But, you know, I'm happy now and I'm content. But God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory. And that comes by me using what he gives By, you know, praying, I have a praying spirit. That's the gift he gave me. But if I never prayed, I really I really believe that no one has to tell me this. I would be friendless. I would just be a sad, sad woman. Praise God. If you use your gift, it will prosper you. Many people are working for money. That's an inferior reason to work. We must work for the vision within us. You know, a lot of people, and we don't, you know, not not trying to low rate anyone, point finger, or criticize anyone, but it is what it is. And we see what we see, praise God. We observe, like the words say, observe, but don't do. And we see people are in it for money. They're in preaching the gospel. They're in to laying hands on people and having $50 paralyzed and this, that, and other. We should give. And I love to give, praise God. But that should not be the reason we do anything for the kingdom of God. Freely we receive and freely we should give. Praise God. Moreover, you are not to mimic the gifts of others. You are to stir up your own gift. Praise God. And that's what we do when we study our word. When we, you know, walk in forgiveness. When we love the unlovable. When we sacrifice 6 a.m. in the morning to pray. All of these things stir up the gift. You know, it. You know, I'm going to just sidebar, talk about prayer for a minute. Prayer is an awesome, awesome weapon 
about warfare, but it's a privilege, it's honest communication with God. But at the same time, it tears down strongholds. Praise God. It 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 enlightens it. It energizes it. Strengthens. Praise. It comforts. Praise God. Hallelujah. Prayer is so awesome. We thank God for the gift. Praise God. Unfortunately, many people are jealous of other people's gifts. Let me encourage you not to waste your time on jealousy. Jealousy is the gift problem. Jealousy is an energy strength. Jealousy will take away the passion of life from you. You should be so busy stirring up the gift that you don't have time to be jealous of anyone or to feel sorry for yourself. Now I'm going to break that down just a little bit. You know, a lot of times, and we know it's true, you begin to go forth in God. And because of jealousy, sometimes people are so blinded by the enemy, they don't even recognize or know they're operating in the spirit of jealousy. And they will discourage, they will quench, and don't even understand they're quenching the spirit of God. And he tells in this verse, do not quench the spirit of God. And then the Old Testament talks about that angel. That angel, you talk about, was referring to the Holy Ghost that was not given inside of man, but worked on the outside. He rested upon them. Praise God. But jealousy, we cannot talk about it. So much I'm not saying it, you know, and I tell people, you know, you have God give you someone to talk with and you could be crystal clear. But then we can't go out and think about it and talk about somebody talk about it with somebody else. That's what the spirit of jealousy and different other evil spirits want us to do. To walk in lasciviousness. That's what you call that. We have to restrain that incoming thought. We have to restrain that incoming thought. And just, you know, speak the word of God. And sometimes, you know, I have to watch this. And I just, and I see it, and I know it, and I know it's coming against me. And those of you on Facebook, y'all send me some time writing. I just say, wow, just wow. You know, I say it for different reasons. But I know I have been in the fire with a jealous spirit just nitpicking, nitpicking at me, wanting me to go off. That spirit wasn't, but I wouldn't have been lose none God had gave me. I was in prayer on on them. 
I went to pray in their behalf. I didn't pray angrily, but I prayed in love. Praise God. But, you know, being so busy, getting stirring up the gift that you don't have time to be jealous or recognize. Well, not recognize. I want to say recognize because we say we recognize what it is. Not act on the jealousy we feel. Don't let it bind us up. You know, and intimidate us that we won't do what God says. And at the same time, don't let that demon cause you to speak out of your mouth in anger. Sometimes, some not all the time. Sometimes God wants us to speak up, and then sometimes we just let it go. Praise God. So that portion. Praise God, I, I pray that it helps somebody. Praise God. And for time, 852, we're doing, making good time. Now, this next portion, we have two more portions. Praise God. Well, one more after this one. And it talks about being called appointed and anointed. We'll we'll still stirring up the gift. We're still talking about the prophetic activation in me. And again I admonished our listeners to talk to and our viewers on Facebook that just because prophetic activation is in you, and it is in you, if you name the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is in you. But that does not make you a prophet, praise God. And I had said before, like Paul admonishes us to do the work of an evangelist, Paul did not imply at any time that we all evangelists, I am a prophetic teacher. I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats. I, I work. I work. I work. But I am not an evangelist. Amen. So still, the activation, knowing you are called, knowing that you are anointed no matter what area of life you're in. You may need to be salted some more. You may be needed to be fine-tuned. You know, whatever the case may be, may God be glorified and work with you. Praise God. But know that you are anointed and the point, even though you may not feel or you may not be walking in your appointment as of yet, I know that you'll be doing that. Okay, being called, anointed, and appointed. Those are three words, and they end in E-D. Okay, words 
that end with E-D-E-T-H or I-N-G are words that go on and on. Like, for instance, you know, uh, the scripture Psalms talks about the Lord thy God healeth thee. He healed me today, yesterday, tomorrow, you know, last month. It goes on and on, on and on. He he prospers me, prospers me on and on and on. These are words that are intricate or in close relation to the process that we as human beings, thanks to the first Adam, we we have to walk in. In other words, God calls us, and it keeps on calling us. Question, every time he calls, do we answer? I'm asking to myself, every time God calls me, do I answer? I really, really wish I could say yes, but the answer, to be honest, no, I'd be in my chair and he'll wake me up to pray or give me a, a word or a song in my spirit. Do I get up and write on my pad? No, I, I say, well, I remember I do it in the morning when I wake up. When I, when I get up, I remember that I would something that I wanted to write down, but it be gone. I did not get up. I didn't answer that, that call, praise God. And in different areas of my life, I, you know, do that. And I, I know that it be God. And something, I don't know what would be wrong with the girl. As much as God do for me look like I could just get on up and do what he's calling me to do. But I don't do it. But I'm not saying these things and sharing these things that I'm okay with it. And, you know, that's just it. But I am determined to get better and better because I want to be that church without spot or wrinkle. Amen. Praise God. Every time we answer, he does not activate or manifest the fact that we are chosen. Now, Matthew 22, 13, and 14 says, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. For many are called, but few are children. And as I said, you know, it happens, we read in the Bible, it happens just as the read, but the spiritual meaning, we got to glean and, and see it. And God is letting us know, you know, 
are all called to the marriage supper, praise God. And and some of us are getting ready or being get ready by that. Well, like I was saying, well, it's 4 o'clock. You know, I, I do it at 6 or I do it at 7 and never have. Praise God. But many are called and you are chosen. I want to be called and chosen. Amen. First Peter two and nine still talk about chosen. Praise God, being chosen. First Peter two and nine. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation. And procure your people that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And what I said earlier about words that end with E.D. And in, in this scripture, I'm pointing out the word called C-A-L-L-E-D. Let me know that he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. But God is so great and so good. He know all he just called me that one time. He know he knew his daughter was gonna do stuff and he's gonna have to keep on calling me. And I thank God for that. Praise God. I thank God for that. He chose us and not we ourselves. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We are saved through faith, and that salvation is a gift. We thought we talked about stirring up the gift of God that is within you. And salvation is a gift, praise God. Know that we must answer whenever he calls in order to be chosen. Even though we might not get chosen and reading and studying and obeying God's word on a constant basis is how we answer. Now, to break that down, there are plenty of times God will call us. We must answer. Like that chose us right then. For example, and I hope this I help you understand what what I'm saying. Okay, like I said, I I write it. God gives me these messages. I gotta uh a book full of messages. And you say, be also read that. Be read I want to give the message God gives me. And I might not. I go to church or wherever, and I think he's going to choose 
somebody else. But I'm okay with that. Because that's how I cope. I had to get up and study and get it down on paper. Because sooner or later, he's going to activate that gift in me to bring forth the word he then gave me. Praise God. This is one level about of hearkening diligently. We're still talking about prophetic holy activation in me. Praise God. We'll still talk about stirring up the gifts. Praise God. And another way to stir up the gift of God that is within you is by hearkening Diligently. Hearken means to listen, to lend the ear, to attend to what is other, to give heed to hear, in order to obey or comply, to inquire, to seek information, to hear by listening, to give heed to, to hear attentively, to give. Attentive and persistent in doing anything. Okay, I'm sorry. My eyes caught, so let's back up. <laughs> back because my eyes did one of those numbers that went too far down. Hearken means to listen. To lend the ear. To attend to what is uttered. To give heed to hear in in order to obey or to comply with, to inquire, to seek information, to hear by listening, to give heed, to hear attentively, to give ear, to listen to, to pay or give attention to. Praise God. Now, diligent or diligently, is characterized by steady, earnest, and energetic effort, painstaking, a diligent worker, a hard worker, a careful worker, doing thoroughly, doing it well, constant in effort to accomplish something, attentive and persistent in doing anything. So put these two things Hearkening diligent, hearkening diligently. I have a story that I tell about when I was a little girl. My mom sent me to the store. She gave me five dollars. Now she told me to get her some butter. I knew she wanted the whole thing uh, with the four. Uh, individual sticks of butter, and back in those days, that was a dollar for the whole thing. I bought mom back one little stick, and that was 25 cents. Dad told me to get her a five-pound bag of sugar, but I got her a two-pound bag. I think it was about 35 cents. 
get her a large bag of flowers. I got mama a little itty bitty bag of, of flowers. Praise God. So when I got back home, I gave it to her. At first she laughed, but I got in trouble. I listened, and I heard what I want to hear. I heard her say, you can hear, you can have the chain, keep the chain. I did not hearken diligently. I didn't pay attention to what she said before then. I didn't give the earnest heed to what she said. I just focused on what I wanted to focus on. And that was, and you can have the change. Praise God. So hearkening diligently to the voice of God, and that takes us back to what I was, excuse me, that takes me back. <coughs> that takes me back to what I was saying about Balaam. He did not hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord. God told him, if those men come back, you go with them, but you say what I say. But he didn't wait till those men came back. He got up right then and went and got in trouble. He almost lost his life that day. But he kept on walking in disobedience. Eventually, it destroyed him. That story is in the book of Numbers, the story of Balaam and Black, praise God. Now, in Exodus 15, 26, Moses talking, and said, if thou wilt diligently Hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Praise God, there healeth. E-T-H, it goes on and on. God is saying, then he's saying now, he is the Lord, that God that healeth us over and over and over again. Yes, he do. He healeth us. The devil and flesh don't want us to see that. But the truth is, he heals. Us over and over and over and over and then some over again. Praise God. First Peter one five three. And besides this, giving all diligence, we talk about stirring up our gifts in us. We talk about. Uh, we broke down diligence. Diligence is in those words, too. But going on with the scripture, First Peter 5 to 8. 
And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to Brotherly kindness, charity, we know charity is love. For if these things be in you, we talked about in earlier, holy activation in me, praise God. For if these things be in you and about, they make you that ye shall neither be barren, nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let it marinate and saturate in you and, and walk in that expectation. Praise God. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen, amen, amen. We 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 talking about stirring up the gift, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Now right here I'm not a a saunter, saunter. <laughs> but God gave me this little song, praise God, and it goes like this. I can't play with it, I ain't got it twisted. Stir it up, stir it up. God's word is always right on time with his word. Relax your mind, stir it up, stir it up. Can't play with it, I ain't got it twisted. Stir it up, stir it up. God's word is always right on time. With his word, relax, renew your mind. Stir it up, stir it up. Okay, praise God. I love that. I wish I could not work with that. We are all disciples. Some have confidence. Some of us were messes like me. God has turned into messengers. And some, like me, was a hot mess. But the operative word is walk. But like I was saying, we are all disciples, children of God. No one, saved or unsaved, is exempt. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things come the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. 
And as we read Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and even the fourth chapter, we will see and understand the things that will stifle our stirring. Praise God. And disobedience to God is the main thing. But the wrath of God comes upon children of disobedience. Faith, dumb faith, we are all children. Prophet, evangelist, preacher, teacher, lay member, not just somebody who loves Jesus. We are all his children. And disciples are children, children of God, older children, younger children, seasoned children, not so seasoned children, mature children, childless children, motivated children, not motivated. We are all God's children, praise God. We are disciples. Some of us are sheep, sheep who were once lambs. Some of us may be lambs. But what is the lamb but a sheep? It's a, a baby sheep, praise God. But it's still a sheep. Glory to God. And John, and, and St. John, praise God. Uh, in the person of Jesus Christ, he said, Does thou love me? And Peter, I believe, was prepared. Yes, I love you. Yes, three times he said, I love you, God. I know that I love you. And each time he said, Be my sheep, be my lamb, be my sheep. So we have an obligation, praise God, to be those in the church, those outside the church, those around the church, praise God. Those in the street, in the cars, in the park, in the grocery store, (laughs) praise God. But you get my meaning, praise God. Tell me. What did Jesus, and I just told you, what did Jesus tell us to do to his land, his sheep? Our subject says the disciples, oh, I'm sorry, that, that was something else. I am still stirring. Luke 24 and 9. And behold, this is Jesus talking. I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea, and in Samaria, 
and unto the utmost part of the earth. These things that I have read, these and within in the scripture, these promises are activated by the word of God. And in so the ghost will definitely be with us when we adhere to God's word. And I don't care what anyone thinks. If we live in right and if we are doing everything we can to obey God's word, we can believe we are being stirred. Praise God. So, and the one last scripture before we close out this session is St. John 13.35. And I want to, because one of the best stirrers that outside of the Holy Ghost is the gift of love in us. Jesus said, in St. John 13, 35, by this all men shall know ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another. Now, by this, you know, we read up further, we'll know what he's talking about, love. And he's talking about the love we have one for another. Not that we should love those that are in the world or those that are seemingly unlovable, but sometimes we put too much emphasis on loving people outside of the church. And we got to love on people inside of the church. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And he said, that is our greatest witness. That is our greatest witness. By loving one another. Because when we love one another, it displays Jesus to the world. It witnesses Jesus to the world, praise God. Not saying that we should witness and tell people about Jesus and love on them and, you know, the things that we do do. But we shouldn't, as I would say, throw the baby out with the bath water. The water dirty. We need to throw the water, keep the baby, praise God. And what I mean by that, we need to love each other in the church, not just saying that it stays there. The charity begins at home and then spreads abroad. We have a church home. It must start there. And sometimes I know, I know, I know some people are so hard to love. I'm talking about in the church. I'm not bashing the church because I love my church and I love everybody there. But everybody don't love me. I've been catching it. 
I have problems, but I got to keep my focus on what Jesus has said. I got to walk in love and display love regardless of what they do and how they do it. Praise God. Sometimes I be one to just, but I'm constrained by this great gospel. I want to please Jesus. Amen. I want to make him smile. When I need something, I want him to come right then. Praise God. And all these things is activated by the word of God, by being obedient to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We see we have six more minutes, praise God. I know that it's not long, praise God. But uh, this is our last session. And if we have any questions, uh, you can type it, praise God, or uh, the ones online, if there be any questions, you can speak it, praise God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, sound and skill consent. Well, I thank you for this opportunity you have given me and let me come into your home via uh, talk show and, uh, or Facebook, praise God. And I pray that God continues to bless you. This is the last uh of class uh, in this series, praise God. And if you are interested in more teaching, praise God, just uh, inbox me and uh, and God allows that my schedule allows, I will be getting back with you as soon as possible. So as I have adapted to say, praise God. Let us continue to meet our good and tell somebody about Jesus. Let us pray. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, we just thank you, O oh God, for your word on tonight, God. Oh God, oh God, may you add a blessing for the hearers and the doers of your word, Father God. Oh, Lord God, oh God, we just give you praise, glory, and honor, oh God, for prophetic activation in us, oh God. We thank you, Father God, your will and your way, oh God. We refuse to handle your word deceitfully, oh 
abiding with us from this time, even forevermore, oh God. And Lord God, I, I just thank you, oh God, for what you're doing within my family, within the members, oh God. Keep them calm and, oh God, just moving by your spirit, oh God, in this time of bereavement, oh God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for blessing those that on their way, oh God, traveling. Thank you for granting them traveling mercies, oh God, giving them a safe trip here, a safe arrival here, a safe departure, and a safe trip back home, a safe arrival back to Georgia. Oh, God, and we just thank you, oh, God. Oh, God, bless all of the hearers and the lookers, the viewers, oh, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. So with that, I say until next time, see you later. Glory to God.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.